So here we go. Hold on. Uh, Dr. Schusler um, came from a family of doctors, and uh, it was basically uh, incorporated into my mind from a young kid that I was to become a doctor of some kind. How I chose feet is another story, uh, but I did, and um, uh, I, I got into this, and um, was fairly, fairly busy, uh, very busy, actually, having uh, six office locations and 15 nursing homes to take care of uh, by myself. I had a couple associates along the way, um, uh, generally did not work out. Uh, 
in a partnership situation. So I ended up working uh, constantly and um, working 10, 12 hours a day, uh, not having a lot of time with my family, dealing with employees and, and, and uh, medical insurance issues and, and what have you. So uh, after 33 years, um, I had always enjoyed going to the Caribbean, uh, love the beach. And um, whenever I went to the hospital to do surgery or in the office, I would always be wearing uh, Tommy Bahama clothing. And uh, one day I thought to myself, well, you know, this Tommy Bahama thing is, is great, but I kind of would like to have my own brand. So following a uh, heart attack, a Widowmaker heart attack, uh, about 12 years ago, um, and taking a helicopter ride, uh, <laughs> involuntary, uh, to the emergency room, to the OR in Christ, at Christ Hospital, Cincinnati. Uh, having this heart attack, I just kind of had this, uh, I don't know if it was a dream or an epiphany or some universal uh, notation from the good Lord that um, I needed to stop what I was doing if I made it through this. And I needed to do something to enjoy my life more, to, to enjoy life. And I wasn't living a life. I was just living to work. And uh, at that point, after I, I went through extensive uh, rehabilitation and uh, got myself back into decent shape, I thought, you know what, this is it. I am going to stop. I'm going to uh, take a sabbatical or early retirement and start something else. And that something else was, uh, the initiation of Jeffrey Jamaica, uh, apparel and clothing line. And basically Jeffrey Jamaica was to symbolize enjoying life, living casually, uh, not caring so much about what other people think, um, just living the life of relaxation, uh, learning to love hard and, and learning to live hard and uh, enjoying every moment of every day. And in with that said, uh, I continue to continue my my goal to being um, Jeffrey Jamaica everywhere and uh, at some point maybe living in, in Jamaica uh, as a full-time resident. That's awesome. Well, I know there's there's a lot of stories that you hear out there about near-death experiences and people having, you call it an epiphany, I guess. I mean, that's a good term for it. But just clearly see what they are supposed to do. Right. And, you know, I, I love stories like that because to me, you know, there's a lot of us accidentally end up living a life that we never plan to live. And you mentioned the phrase that you were living to work. And I think there's a lot of people out there, a lot of listeners out there that 
you know, have found themselves in the same boat. I know there was for quite some time I did myself, but, you know, it, it, it's funny because when you're younger, you dream of, you know, what you're going to do, you know, when you grow up, quote unquote, and, you know, you, you know, dream of the job and, you know, the, the car and the house and the dollars and the status. And for a lot of people, if they're chasing that dream and it's not necessarily their dream, like you mentioned, you come from a family of doctors and it was kind of probably expected that you were also going to become a doctor. And even though there's probably a portion of you that liked that, you know, you felt called to do something else. And I think a lot of people kind of find themselves in that same boat is, you know, they get to that certain place, you know, when you became the doctor and you had your practices, you were very busy and you should have felt fulfillment, but instead you felt stressed and overworked and, you know, negative emotions instead of positive ones. And I think a lot of people end up in that same place. And I know I did, and it wasn't a near death experience that, you know, got me out of that place, but it was, the frustration of not feeling the way that I thought I should, the frustration of constantly having to choose between my family and my career and, you know, whatever that catalyst is for people, you know, I really am a big supporter of listening to, you know, that, that vision, that epiphany, however, you know, it downloads from their universe to you. And so I, I love that you took that initiative, that you took that vision and you've developed something out of it that not only is another income source, because obviously a lot of our listeners are business owners and entrepreneurs. So we, you know, we like income sources, but also is able to fulfill a, a need in your mind of just being able, you said, to live more casually, more comfortably, to live life to its fullest. And I think that is an amazing thing that I, I would say everybody wants to everybody wants to be able to say they're living their life to their fullest but in the reality very few of us actually do yeah that that's that's true and and i would just uh like to emphasize that uh you know don't wait until there's a tragedy don't don't wait until you know you're 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 so stressed out because stress to me is the ultimate uh killer um it kills you mentally. It kills you physically. And, uh, I, I would just, um, I would just, I would just advise everybody to be careful of your stress levels, you know, find ways to reduce it, to modify it, uh, and, and just, uh, take care of your health and, um, don't, don't worry so much, you know, try to, try to live life more in the moment than worrying about what's going to happen, uh, tomorrow, because we don't know if there's a tomorrow and yesterday is gone. So whatever happened yesterday, you might as well forget it. Uh, there's nothing you can change about it. It's done. Um, so, so that's, that's where I'm at. And, when you're doing something that you really love and you're enjoying and you're getting fulfillment out of it, it doesn't become work anymore. Uh, it becomes a joy. And, uh, that's where I'm at right now. It, uh, I, I, I'm certainly not successful at it at this point, but I keep working and working. And, uh, I think that as long as you're persistent and you never give up in, in what you're, uh, passion is, then, uh, things will always work out. 
I agree. And I think a lot of things you, you have to take baby steps. I know for a lot of us, and I'm a lot of us, I'm instant gratification personality. I like it now if I want that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I know that's my personality. And I've had to over the years realize that I have to sometimes be okay with the baby steps because not everything can be done instantly. And, you know, that for some people that can be a hard, you know, task um, to really fulfill. And I, I know we've talked enough that I would say you're slightly instant gratification as well. So, um, you know, how do you do, how do you do with that weight? Cause I know you have, I guess, I don't want to say downgraded, but limited your practice. Now you're not seeing as many patients as you once did. So you're, you don't have the same stress level I'm assuming that you did when you were seeing, you know, so many patients. So, I mean, that's, that's one step in the right direction. And I know you mentioned earlier on in the show that you would love to get to the point where you're living in Jamaica. Obviously you're in Ohio with me right now, so I know you're not in Jamaica, <laughs> but you know, you're, you're working toward a goal. And I think for a lot of people, you know, they do great at those little baby steps and being okay with that. But for some people like me, I have to constantly remind myself, okay, but that's another step in the right direction. That's another step in the right direction. Is that how you feel? Do you, do you, do you feel it, find it hard to just take baby steps or it, are you completely good with just kind of checking off another step? Well, you know, to answer that question, it, you know, you almost have to take baby steps in any new venture that you want to be successful at. Um, everything is learned over a period of time. You, you just, you can't walk into something new and, and know that you're going to be great at it all at once because it just doesn't work that way. Uh, it took me years to train to be a foot surgeon and, um, you know, every year I, I, I got better at it. And um, I just think baby steps are a necessity to, to grow anything new. So I've kind of come to grips with that and um, I enjoy it. I enjoy the baby steps now. Uh, you know, as a matter of fact, I, um, as I am seeing patients on a, on a limited scale now, um, I am finding more and more that, uh, I, I, I still have that feeling that I need to leave the practice of medicine. I, I still, as I go into the office, um, even though I'm not seeing as many patients and I, and I love people and I love my patients, but it's just that feeling of burnout that I had uh, before that is becoming somewhat overwhelming again. And uh, I, I really believe at this point in my life at 65 years old or young, um, I am probably going to exit uh, the world of medicine and uh, and, and concentrate more on what I love, what makes me happy. And, and that is the Jeffrey Jamaica feeling. And, uh, you know, I tell everybody, you know, get your JJ on because it just feels so good to me. Um, I, I hope that, you know, everybody can experience some kind of feeling, uh, when they get involved with, 
with wearing my apparel. Um, a more important part of the Jeffrey Jamaica uh, trademark is that, and brand, if you will, is that uh, I, I want it to be associated with charity. And um, I, I'm not so, so, so concerned about, you know, how much money I'm going to make. Um, I, I'm, I'm more into sharing now and, and helping, helping people, organizations, uh, schools, what have you, um, whether it be in the United States or in other countries. Uh, I, I feel like that's what really makes my heart fulfilled and happy. It gives you purpose. It gives me a lot of purpose. And um, so whatever baby steps I have to take, that was a long answer to, <laughs> to a... I like long uh, I give long answers. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, you know, however long it takes me, um, I'm going to continue on the journey. And... Um, I just, uh, I'm planning a trip right now to Jamaica and, uh, you know, going to meet more of the locals and, and continue to, uh, to continue to, to enjoy my Bob Marley uh, reggae music. And, uh, and just, I love the people and, and they have a profound effect on the way I think. And, um, I need to I need to put you in touch with the co-host of my of another show and a friend and she works with me as well, Stacy Price. Um, she's second generation. Her parents are from Jamaica, and um, so if you want to go and talk to locals, she can tell you exactly where to go. I'm sure. Oh, that um, would be wonderful. Yes. That so that she she would probably enjoy that. It's yeah. um I I enjoy you know talking to her. I keep trying to get her mom on the show, but her mom won't come on the show. But I want her to come and do like a cooking show and teach some of the Jamaican recipes. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, I want to go back to what you said um, earlier, just about burnout. And I know that's something that we've kind of talked about on this show on many episodes because it is so real and so damaging. And I, I feel like more people than not end up at that point. And it doesn't have to be that way. Um, I know earlier we were kind of talking about a little bit about kind of chasing somebody else's idea of success, chasing somebody else's dream, which I think a lot of us accidentally do. Even if we think it's our dream, I think sometimes it's stuff that's kind of been kind of fed to us and spoon fed to us as children usually um, on this. Well, this is what you should do to be, you know, quote unquote successful. This is what you want to be, you know, and we get there. We're like, this sucks. <laughs> you know, I hate right, this, right, you know. Right, so, right. and I mean, I know not everybody does and the people that don't, great. Maybe that is for them, but you know, for a lot of us, we get to that point and we're like, oh, I'm just burnt out. And, you know, for me, when I got to that point of burnout, it was very numbing. It was very numbing. And I didn't, like, I felt like I couldn't really feel anything anymore. And I, I've heard multiple people say that. And, you know, you mentioned earlier also that it's stress, you know, damages you mentally, damages you physically, it does. And, you know, I wonder, because you mentioned that, med you know, medicine just doesn't have the same feeling that it once did, that even though you have a lower amount of patients now and that you love your patients or, you know, there's a portion of it you love, you know, it drains you now. And I wonder if that isn't, you know, because you know what it was before that there's this level of stress and worry and anxiety and negative emotions attached to it now from 
the burnout that you had before? No question. <clears throat> Excuse me. It, it the the psychological portion exists, and um, you know the 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 longer I do this, and I haven't been doing it for very long, but the longer I do it, uh, the more I, you know, that that Monday morning when I get up and I'm getting ready, I'm I'm starting to feel that same feeling that I had uh, at at the end of of the career of being super busy. And, um, how long did you take off just out of curiosity? Uh, eight years, Okay. eight years. So you were like, I'm completely done. And then decided to kind of inch back into it. Correct. Correct. Yes. And, um, I, I did it on a completely different, uh, work model. Um, rather than deal with the insurance companies, I decided to go, uh, concierge and direct care, which means to those who don't know, um, it's avoiding the insurance companies and taking care of people, you know, and, and just charging them a fair fee. And, uh, it's a, it's a, it's more of a cash basis. And what I have found is that a majority of people out there uh, do not want to pay for their health care. If they have insurance, if people have Medicare, if people have Blue Cross, Blue Cross Blue Shield, or if they have any kind of third-party insurance through their where they work, their company, and, and a percentage is being taken out of their check, um, regardless of whether they have a $10,000 deductible, they do not understand uh, that... <laughs> you know, a small amount, a small fee would, would, would certainly be a lot less than having to worry about, uh, the bills that they receive from doctors and hospitals without transparency. And what I'm finding is that because they are unwilling to adopt my model, um, it's becoming stressful again. And I, I don't want to have to spend, you know, I, I give each patient an hour. I don't want to have to spend two hours, one hour trying to talk to them, talk them into why it's a smart uh, paradigm to, to go direct care. Uh, and that's what I'm finding. I'm finding rather than being able to give them great care, I have to explain myself. And it's just very tiring. And uh, people, people for some reason, do not want to pay out of their pockets to take care of their, their temples, their bodies. And um, <laughs> I, I just, um, I don't want to go through that again. It's almost like, you know, it's, it's, uh, going through the same cycle uh, in a different way. Absolutely. Well, and that brings us to what you do love. So, I mean, I do want to say about what you were saying about direct care. I think a lot of people don't understand um, and they don't understand that even as physicians, uh, insurance companies limit the care 
that physicians are able to give to patients and going direct care removes that limitation. So I will just throw that out there. Um, I'm a fan of direct care for a million reasons, but I, you know, I will kind of segue because I wanted to kind of paint the picture of why Jeffrey Jamaica and just the idea behind Jeffrey Jamaica is so important to you. And, and not only, you know, as a brand, but also as a, as a movement, because that's what I told you. It's not, I mean, it's just a movement to me and everybody within their own lives, they probably have these little things that become their own movements, their own purpose, their own why. And I think that that is so important to tap into, you know, while, even if you're still figuring out what else you want to do with your lives, having something that is purpose-driven is huge. And I do want to kind of dive back into that because we did kind of share that you did have a, you know, near death experience and that you, you know, kind of had this vision of just, you know, freedom. And I know you have a, you have a bird on your shirt. Um, you want to share the, the bird with us? I'll, I'll share the bird with everybody. Yeah. The bird is, was so important in my, in my, in my logo. Uh, <clears throat> while I was being transported by helicopter, uh, <laughs> as I laid there and, 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 the nurses and the paramedics and whoever was up there in the helicopter with me. Uh, I, I'm not sure if I was sedated or if I was having this, uh, again, epiphany. Uh, but I, I envisioned this, this beautiful bird and it was a hummingbird. And I envisioned myself turning into this, this bird, being able to fly wherever I wanted to fly with no encumbrances, uh, it, it, it was a feeling of, of just total love and, and freedom. And, uh, it, it was, it was just beautiful. And, uh, I, I remembered that and, you know, in so remembering it, I thought, wow, you know, I, I'm going to start this this brand, Jeffrey Jamaica, and this bird has to be part of the story. And uh, it, it it was so real. I, I mean, I, I really thought I was a bird. And um, so that's the story behind the bird. And the bird is just a symbol of... of just feeling free, you know, letting go, enjoying life, and uh, and just doing, you know, what you want to do. And if you're able, just go where you want to go because you never know when your last day might be. I hate the sound. That, that sounds No, I mean, well, I mean, you know, we love to think that, you know, life is infinite, but the very reality is, is it's not for any of us. And, you know, living each day to its fullest, you know, sounds really easy, but in reality, most of the time it's, it's really hard, you know, it's really hard to do because we have all of the adulting, quote unquote, you know, things that we have to do all day. We have bills and taxes and, you know, some of us have kids and, you know, all the things, right. That are demanding of our time. And so just the idea of, feeling free, you know, that, that is something that for a lot of us, it comes very seldom, but, you know, for, for myself, I live a very full life and people listen to my show on a regular basis. They know that, 
for myself, I have tried to carve out portions of every day that I have that. And even if it's, you know, out of my house and just taking a moment to look out the window, I, I did it the other day. I posted it on Facebook too. I am not a lover of cold weather. Anybody that knows me knows I absolutely hate the winter. Um, but I try to find, <laughs> you know, something pleasant about everything. So I was looking out the window. It was after the ice storm. My power was finally back on. I'm sitting there with a cup of tea and I had a big to-do list of things I needed to do, but I was sitting there and just enjoying the moment, just taking a moment to sit, really just feel there. The sun was out so I could feel the warmth of my face, experience my tea and watching the sun glisten off the snow and the ice. And as much as I detest cold and snow and ice, you will never see me out on skis because I do not love that. I couldn't help but notice how beautiful it looks. And, you know, I wasn't somewhere fabulous. I was sitting, looking out my window, um, the windows that actually just needed cleaned, you know, and I was trying to ignore the fact that my windows they clean and just trying to experience the moment, right? And I think for a lot of us, (laughs) it is carving out those little moments. And yes, it would be fabulous if we could just go to our favorite place and be there all the time with no worries, right? But for most of us, that's not a reality. So I think for a lot of us, it's how do I carve out a minute, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe again, that's baby steps that you build upon, right? How do I find something that I can feel good about? How can I find my happy right now where I'm at? And I think, you know, being able to build upon that feeling, it takes us closer and closer and closer to where we want to be. So, yeah, I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> and, and you just, um, you know, it's like you said, you, you you can't always be in the places that you want to be, but but in your mind, you you have to feel settled and and um, you know, be content and be happy. You know, lower your expectations in life and enjoy the moment. It's it's the moments. Um, you know, it's not about what you have to do tomorrow. It's not about what you did yesterday. As I said before. It's just enjoy the moment, whatever it is. I don't care if it's hot or if it's cold outside or if it's, you know, snowing or raining or, you know, you just, you just have to find what works for you to calm the mind. And, and, you know, Maria, there's several things to do. There's, you know, we could get into meditation. We could get into, you know, just, just sitting in a room for, you know, 20 minutes by yourself um, and just allowing your mind to decompress. Because as you said, it, it it's not easy for really anybody to, to have exactly what they want because life isn't that kind. And uh, <laughs> in order to, to, you know, find peace, uh, y- you just have to take it slowly. Baby steps again. Yeah. You know? No, I love that. I do want to talk about your brand a little more um, just because I know we've been talking for a little while, but I want everybody to, to be able to find you. So if you could share with everybody, what's the best place to find your apparel, uh, maybe a little bit about you, where do you want people to go? Well, I I, I basically do uh, online uh, an online store currently, and that's at www.jeffreyjamaica.com. Um, I am also on Etsy. You can find my apparel there. Uh, each day I come up with, 
uh, new ideas, new designs. And uh, right now that's the, that's the, that's the place I do uh, direct to garment printing. And uh, I, I do not have a brick and mortar store. That's something that uh, I will look forward to, to doing in the, in the near future. And, um, you know, I, I, I just uh, appreciate uh, you trying to wear that feeling and getting your Jeffrey Jamaica on. And uh, it's, uh, just, it's just my passion now. Um, every sale that we make, uh, we take 10% of our total profits at the end of the year. And uh, we support different charitable uh, organizations. So that's, that's what we're doing currently. I love that. And it's a way to give back. So you can get your, you said JJ, right? Get your JJ on. Get your JJ, get your JJ on. on right. And it's for a good cause, right? So cool. I, I love that. I think that's great. You need to make some plant shirts. I like plants. Plant shirts. I love right. plants. That would really grow on you. Would grow on you. It would grow right. on me. And I would, I would wear them. I am a crazy plant lady. Um, Cause you know, there's crazy cat ladies, but I'm a crazy plant lady. So I love that. I love that. I think that's a great idea. So um, I will make sure that when this episode airs for all you listeners, you'll be able to find the link to Jeffrey Jamaica's amazing apparel in the show notes. You'll be able to click there, check out everything that he has and get yourself something. You know, you want to. So Jeffrey, it's been great having you on today. And I, I would, I'll, I would love to have you back too. Um, to, I feel like, I know we talk quite a bit because you come into my coffee shop and um, I feel like we could just talk and talk and talk forever, but I'm sure people want us to be like, okay, next episode. So we're going to go ahead and end this here, but thanks so much for being on. Oh, thank you, Maria. And thanks for the listeners. And uh, thanks for your great coffee. I mean, there's nothing like a great Cubano almost every day. Absolutely. You're still going to be named as Cortado Man, though, because okay. you started coming in as, I don't know, I guess we could call you Cubano Man. Well, Cortado's fine. It's just add a little sugar. That's true. Sweeten yeah. it up a little bit. Sweeten it up. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. Thank you.